0: I want to model for you what it takes me to do for 10 years. I've been doing what you're doing right now for over 10 years, week in and week out. Week in and week out, week in and week out. I take a few weeks of vacation every year. I don't take tons of it. We do a lot of traveling, um, and I just, I work and it, we, we'd rather travel more and I work in coffee shops and stuff on the road. And so I don't take tons of vacation time. And obviously, it works out good because if I'm on vacation and somebody's got to wait 10 days for a coaching reply, they usually are not very sympathetic with the fact that I'm on vacation. It's an interesting thing, but it, 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 it just happens, and it's the way that it goes, and it's, it's this business. It's just like if you if you raise cows for a living, your vacation doesn't mean you don't milk cows. You, you may be on vacation, but somebody has to milk the cows. Whether you're doing a staycation or you hire somebody or, or whatever, somebody's got to milk the cows, and it's kind of the same way in this business. So here's what I do in my business. Every week, most, I don't want to say every week, but most weeks, this is a big Monday thing, and I also do it to some degree every day. So the four parts of your business are squeeze page with a giveaway. It's one part of your business, and that's already done. The second part of your business is that five minutes a day brushing your teeth exercise, which is write a quick email. Email folks can be one sentence long. So if anybody tells me they don't have time to write an email, write a one-sentence email. You can always add to them later, right? You can always go back into your autoresponder and add to them later. They can all be one-sentence emails initially. You've sent me, you've seen me send one-sentence emails out. Okay? So that's the second part of your business. The third part of your business is product creation, and the fourth part is getting people into your squeeze page. So when we evaluate what we've done and where we're going on this four part spectrum, by the way, those are the four parts of my business. Those are the four parts of your business. Those are the four parts of just about everybody out there that's making good money. And you say, Well, well, what about so and so that has a thousand products? That fits under point number three, creating a product every week until you've got a thousand products. And I don't know that anybody does. And I'm just being you know, I'm exaggerating. So, you know, maybe some of you say, well, what about coaching benefits under product. One month you create a coaching program. One month you create a membership. That goes under product. Once the membership's there, you can just start putting old coaching calls into the membership, and your membership is funded. Everything you do in your business is one of those four parts. And so what I do in my business, often on Monday, rarely on Friday, unless I get lots of free time, and, and then I might cheat and do it on Friday. Um, Many times just during the beginning of the day. I say, these are four parts of my business. What still needs to be done in each one of those parts? And I evaluate. Squeeze page. Done. It's there. It's been working for eight years. It'll keep working. And I've got a few. Some of them are a year old. You know, some of them are four or five years old. Squeeze page, it's work. Giveaway? Ah, I could make some changes, but don't feel like doing it this week. So, that's check mark. Oh, daily email? Okay, great. Gotta go write it. But usually I write it after I do my thinking session. But the idea is, one of the first things I do every day is my daily email. Okay, So, my daily email. The third thing that I do is I say, okay, where am I at product creation? Now, if it's Wednesday and I already created my product for the week and I don't feel like creating a product, I just go, you know what, I'm done. Or, maybe I had a, a dream in the middle of the night and I had an idea for a new concept to teach. I don't want to wait until next week to do it. So I just turn the recorder on and I teach for an hour. There's my product. And then tomorrow, I'll write the sales letter and then I'm done with my product creation for next next week. You see, folks, can I tell you a secret? I don't like to overwhelm people, so I don't talk much about this. And I make a big deal about create one product a month and at the end of the year, you'll have 12. Many times, week after week, I create a product a week. Yeah, it's a short one. It's an hour or two. And then sometimes, after three months, i go, wow, i got 12 hours worth of training and it's all on the same topic and, you know, it's just deeper material. I'm going to put it all together and it's going to be a big, big, big thing. So I may do something like that. But I'm, most weeks I'm creating problems. And then the fourth thing is how are we going to get people to that, that first page. And so when you're evaluating, where are we at in this class? You've finished your squeeze page, your giveaway. You, you're writing your daily email now. Your product is about half done. So what's the next step? It's the product. Here's what I want everybody to do this week. I want you to record the next three recordings. You've already done two or three. I want you to finish them up. You can do it. And trust me, the last three or four hours will be five times easier than the first two hours were. And Except for Bruce. He got to lock himself in a, in, a, in a room with no internet. And so in two hours, he got two hours of recording time. Most people aren't going to have the guts to lock yourself in a room with no internet to record. But if you do, you'll have the same results Bruce did. So Bruce won't have five times results because he's had amazing results. But if everybody, if you just do it, you say, I'm going to finish all the lessons. There's a part of me which wants to stop right there because, but some of you are going to pressure me for a little bit more. So here's what I want you to do. You, you can't record, you've got four hours a day to work, where you, you can only record an hour or two, or like the other Bruce says. Uh, your lips will be dry and they'll be numb at the end of two hours. So what you're going to do is you're going to record for like an hour, for four days. And then in, in the next hour of product creation, you're going to go online and you are going to find supporting docs for each of your six lessons, and you're going to link to them in each of your six placeholder lessons. And by the way, some of you may have mentioned that you didn't like the idea of the six placeholders or they didn't help you or whatever. Can I respectfully say, please just do it. Please just do it. Just, just have them there. Do it to humor me if for no other reason. And then as you add those links in, as you find those supporting docs, add them in. Okay. So let's think about what's... When you've completed this, in three weeks, you will have completed three phases of a four-phase business. There will be two things left to do in this business when you've completed this this week. Two things left. One will be to write a sales letter. That's probably what we'll do next week. The second thing will be to start getting prospect traffic, and that's probably what we'll do weeks five and six. So, where are we at? In the big picture, where, do we, where are we going to go? By the end of this six weeks, you're going to have a squeeze page with a giveaway and a daily email and six lessons, six recordings, six to 12 supporting documents, etc. and you're going to be driving prospect traffic in. That's where you're going to be. You're two-thirds of the way there now when you finish what we're doing right now this week, and you can see that. And so then you're going to be able to say, okay, I'm going to get all this done, and then Sean's going to show me how to do the final steps. So, folks, that's your homework for this week. So now I'm going to take questions on anything. So, if if you're having trouble with something, you had trouble this week, if you've got a question about some instructions I gave today, now's your time to ask that question. Hit star two on your phone if you want to talk with me. Uh, for those of you that may be listening as a recording down the road, I mean, 99% of people probably that ever take this class, you, I mean, there's only one first. It's just, you know, it's just, just the way it is. Okay? I want you to get the same experience. I want you to think about what your question is. I want you to listen to me answer other people's questions. And then I want you to ask yourself, what would my answer be to your question? Seriously. Because the truth of the matter is, if you've been following the last three weeks, and if you've been truly following, you haven't been second guessing, and you haven't been trying to rewrite the rules. You've just been for six weeks humble and submissive. Okay, I, that's hard for me. That's been a lesson for me the last few years to learn to be humble and submissive in my life. That's rough because I'm just a, I'm a go getter and a hard charger, and but it's been a lesson that the Lord has worked in, in me for six weeks, folks. Just just give in, give in, and and just do it the way I'm giving it to you because I am giving it to you in a simple, simple, simple I'm making it easy. But if you have a question, if it's a genuine question, ask yourself, how does that really fit into the protocol? So I'm gonna take um I'm gonna take San
1: Antonio, Texas first. You're live. Hi Sean, it's Rick. Rick Solomon. Hey Rick. <laughs> hey yeah. I've been uh, on your train and everything and, and, and what you were talking about um, you know, getting stuck on things. I, I didn't think I got stuck, but I, I I, was always getting stuck, and I couldn't find out what to put in, the search engines to try to come up with the answer, and, and I know your coaching program is the best, and, and I decided to get back on because I haven't, you know, I've been holding myself back for a long time, and it's been really bad when I, you know, I mean, I just can't get out of it sometimes, and, and your training as far as, you know, uh getting past that and just getting it out there is, is uh you know it was very powerful for me. So I'm trying to get back into it and, and you know what I do is all I do is just, you know, try to prospect but I really didn't have anything uh going on. So I created a new um a new um giveaway about a twenty minute um recording and I and I created a new uh squeeze page and you know I'm I, I you know I'm I'm I have a I have a membership site that is, uh, I'm trying to, um, um, have it more or less like, uh, building relationships, but business relationships, not the relationships you see on, you know, on, on the social sites and all that where they're just talking back and forth, uh, but just real relationships where I connect with people. And, and I'm niching it down to where, you know, that's what I really want to do and, and put in that. But, you know, when, when other people, you know, when, when, when I, Start building relationships with people when I engage them and everything if they if they um come to that squeeze page and and get in my autoresponder and start you know i start uh communicating with them and if they want something that's outside of that tightly niche area do I put it in the squeeze in the membership site also or do I try to keep it niche because i i want to keep it to where I'm different and 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 uh to where you know, I really can connect with people and teach other people how to connect with each other. You know, with, with their prospects too, and the people that come to their website. But I'm taking this class right here, and and I'm I'm behind because I started late. But you know, I, I'm I'm moving fast. and I can move very fast. I have you know, I have stuff I could put on my um, placeholders, and I have you know, um, you know, the links. You know that you know, I have my placeholders put okay. out there.
0: Rick. I don't, I don't mean to cut you off, but I, I do mean to cut you off. I don't like to do this in life, um, but I, I, we, I want to, I want to I address your issue. I had a lot of folks stand in line, so I want to address the issue. You, you hit the nail on the head. You're a little bit behind getting started, and what I want you to do, I want you to go through all three lessons and just do exactly what I gave you to do. I want you to go through and do exactly what I've given you to do. I want you to jump ahead. One of the things, and, and folks, I want to tell you this. I say this to Rick with all love. One of the things that I get to do in this business, because I've been in this business for so long, a lot of you have taken other courses from me. You've learned how to do different things. You've gotten stuck on things. I'm so excited about what is looking like about 80% success rate in this program, which is pretty high in this industry. I'm really excited. I wish it was 100%, but I can't, I can't be there. Um, but one, so so I get to know you guys like, like Bruce in California and, and Bruce in the UK, the other Bruce. And like Cynthia, I know what your weaknesses are and I know what your strengths are. Just like I know what my weaknesses are and I know what my strengths are. And so with all love, I'm going to say one of your weaknesses, Rick, is that you're always thinking ahead. For six weeks, I need you to just do the lesson work. I, I need you to just do the lesson work. And if you'll do that, amazing things are going to happen. So I need you to catch up this week. I do want to answer your question, though. And the question is, you know, if somebody asks a question about something that's not under my topic, do I add it to the membership? I, I think you just got to decide, does this belong in the membership or not? If you, do I want to teach on that? Uh, a friend of, friend of my wife's, I mean, I'm friendly with her, but she's my wife's friend, uh, says when somebody asks her to do something, if she'd do something that uh, she doesn't really want to do, she says, I don't do that kind of work anymore. And she's in the like sewing industry. And, and here's the thing. When you're in that industry, if you've got 100 friends, and every time that they've got some tattered pocket on their jeans, they're like, hey, can you, can you fix this for me? And, and it's one thing to be loving and fix everybody's jeans, but when you get to the place where you're fixing more jeans than you're selling uh, sewing supplies, you can't feed, the, feed yourself anymore. And the thing is, when somebody takes you a pair of jeans and says, fix it, they usually don't offer to pay your normal rate. You know, maybe they cook you a carrot cake, but you can only eat so many of those. So you've got to be able to say no. And, and Rick, I think that if, if you've got a topic that you just don't want in the membership, I think that you have to say no. I, I think you say, I do it. I say no. Somebody says, can you teach me how to do this? If I don't teach that, if I don't know it, I say No. I suggest and I usually have a i can e- usually point somebody in a direction of getting training from somebody else, but I don't have to be all things to everybody so uh Rick, does that answer your question?
1: uh yes, it does it does um and um uh, that's really i guess what's been holding me back because i i I know some other i know a wide you know some of the other topics that are in the niche, but I want to narrow it down really tight and so that 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 really helps, yeah, I, I can just decide, I guess it really doesn't matter, I'm not going to really worry about it then, um, you know, and I'm just not going to get so focused on. on so I'm,
0: I'm, I'm excellent, I'm so glad that we've broken through what's been holding you back. I just want you to be laser focused and be laser focused on these lessons and it's going to make a big difference. So we're going to take uh, uh, Cynthia, you're live, go ahead Cynthia.
2: Thanks John. You said to link 6 to 12 supporting documents, and in linking to those, I was wondering if you might be able to give advice on choosing between this and that and what kind of comments to put with those links so that people who maybe don't have time to do everything in the lesson can know what, what would maybe fit them best if they were just going to pick one or two. Well,
0: the first thing I want to say, Cynthia, is that I expect that if somebody buys one of my trainings, that they have the time to do the work. And if they don't have the time to do the work, then why take the class? And, and so the first thing I would do is I would say don't worry about people not having the time. If they don't have the time to do the lesson, they have a time problem in their life. However, having said that, you know, what do you what do you write? Just something that describes this this document will show you how to do X, Y, Z. So whatever it is that that document is going to teach or show, you're going to tell them, you've seen me write emails where I say, hey, this book will really help you with your time or this book will really help you with priorities or uh, this, this post will really help you with your membership. You've seen me do that kind of thing, and that's what you, I would recommend you do here. How does that sound?
2: Yes, it does. Uh, the reason I was asking is you said that most people don't listen to and don't do all the lessons, so you don't worry about those people then? Well, I worry
0: about them, and that, I mean, that's why after 10 years, I've I've finally done a class where I'm getting like an 80% success rate of people doing the work, and when the industry average is like 5%, I have to be honest with you, you know, Bruce, at the beginning of the call, Bruce in California said it was kind of surreal to do those two hours. It's kind of surreal to be standing here and feeling like 80% are, are having success when the industry average is like 5 or 10, and, but But at the same time, you can't lose sleep over them. It's their responsibility. You know, that's one of the reasons, Cynthia, that in a lot of my training, I talk a lot about goals and about motivation and about what has to push you and about time management. Notice I don't put all that stuff on the sales page. You know why? Because if I put all that stuff on the sales page, people won't buy the training. Because they think they know everything there is to know about time management. They think they know everything there is to know about procrastination. They think they know about focus. They think they're working hard. And so if I have a whole bunch of bullet points about your mindset, it will buy the training. But I can't leave them out. That's, that's why I like your training so much, Cynthia, because you are all about the mindset. I mean, there are people that if they would study your mindset stuff, they'd get farther ahead than if they studied the steps of Internet marketing because they already know the steps. They bought a 100 courses. They know what the steps are. The problem is they can't wrap their mind around sitting around and doing it. They can't do what Bruce did and go two hours with no Internet. And that's what you're teaching on, on your list. And, and so I think that it's important on your training, Cynthia, to do what I'm doing here. I, I am making a big deal about how hard you have to work. I'm making a big deal about do all the work. I'm making a big deal about priorities. I'm making a big deal about getting over challenges. I don't have to. That's not part of this topic. That's not part of building a lifestyle class. But it's, the, it's actually the part that most people are missing. They don't know that they're missing it or they're not willing to admit that they're missing it. But I think after hearing me talk about it for three weeks, almost everybody on this call would admit and that it has been helpful that I'm issuing these kind of success and motivational types of things, even though it wasn't promised in the course. And I say all that to say, Cynthia, if you're worried, as you well should be, that people aren't going to study all the material, ask yourself, don't ask yourself, how can I make it so if people skim the material they still get something out of it. Instead, ask yourself, what can I do and say to convince people to study all of the training so that their life is changed? What do you think about that, Cynthia?
2: Much better approach. Thank you.
0: Uh, you're very welcome. Okay, so I'm going to take now uh, the other Cynthia. So your other Cynthia, you're live. Well, so if you're Cynthia in Connecticut, you're live. If you're not Cynthia, but you're Cynthia, using Cynthia's telephone, you're live for about five more seconds. Hello?
3: Oh, Sean. Yes. Hi, sorry. Yes, my name is Melissa. I forgot I'm using my friend's landline because my cell phone doesn't work in this area. Um, Hi, Hi. yeah, I was, um, um, you know, I just wanted to say out loud that I I did write, you know, the content. I finally got that done, the giveaway, um, which I have to tell you, I've been wanting to write now for about two years. So, just the fact that I sat my butt in the chair this weekend and I wrote it, and that was amazing to get that done. That was an amazing feeling, and I want to thank you because um, it's just it's it's just so helpful to have this to be in this course. So that was my first statement, and the second statement is um and it it's I don't know is more of a I, is it a question is this. The frustration of technology is so real and palpable. I hear other people also expressing you know problems and um you know I was trying to up, I was trying to create my squeeze page this weekend, and I had all kinds of things go wrong and you know my media library stopped uploading files i I couldn't get the photo uploaded on my site i you know and 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 i I didn't finish the lessons. Um because i can't record i can't upload anything to my site right now so i'm right now i 'm scrambling around trying to find someone to help me to figure out the programming part of it um so you know it's just uh, I just wondered if you have you know any words of encouragement in- in terms of just dealing with technology, you know just the technical aspects of it and trying to breathe through it and um you know when you hit a serious road bump you know what do you do um you know if you're not a really high-tech person i'm kind of a low-tech person so if you know i'm kind of like pulling my hair out because i can't upload the stuff that i want to upload right now and it's and i'm like oh no i'm going to get stuck you know so okay okay
0: so let's see if i can make your day so
3: First of all, thanks
0: so much for sharing with me that, you know, two years to get that squeeze page, uh, or that giveaway, you know, kind of floating around in your mind and finally get to do it. uh, That's just gotta feel great. It's gotta be surreal. And and the rest of this business can be just like that. Now, let's talk about technology. And you're right. I addressed it earlier. I think I talked about it last week, or at least I talked about challenges. I, I don't, I'm not gonna give you encouragement on something. I'm going to give you encouragement. The first thing I want to say is it doesn't get any better when you've been in this business for 10 years. I, I still hit technological roadblocks. Sometimes people ask me why I use old, outdated software uh, from some company that's been doing it for 10 years instead of the newest, latest, greatest, half the price, double the feature software that just came out last year by this up-and-butting, uh, wide-combination uh, startup that I really should switch because everybody in the world is switching. And I'll tell you the truth, the reason why I stay with the companies that I'm with, even if a new company could do twice the work for half the price, is because I have figured out where the screens are. I mean, seriously, I know what buttons to push, okay? And and so that's one of the things that over time gets easier. The second thing, Melissa, is that I have learned over time that I will choose ease over features any day of the week. If I buy a software or enroll in something and I find it is not easy to do, I will find a way to decide I don't need the features I bought it for and I will get rid of it. And I will go find something that is easier and simpler to use. Okay. And the third thing, and so that's the practical. That's the practical. Obviously, when you're mired in the muck of it, it doesn't matter. And so I'll talk about that in a moment. But I'm just talking about my overall broad strategy. If I can't figure something out, and I call chat and they can't figure it out for me. I'm done. Seriously. If you, if their chat service or telephone, whatever, whatever works, and I've gotten to where I used to be really impatient if it was a support system and it took 48 hours for somebody to get back with me. And now I'm more patient. As long as when you get back with me, you, you fix it, I don't care. Now, if you get back with me and you, you are a third grader, Trying to write in a foreign language, and you have a four-word answer that doesn't answer my question, and I write you back and you can't clarify, well, then it's time to switch services. But, but I've just gotten to where it's okay if they, they takes some, them some time to get back, but they've got to get back and they've got to help me. If they can't help me, I, I want to buy a different service. And, I'm, I, you know, some of the services that I use, I pay more for than a lot of services other people use. And the, the key component I'm paying for is I like services that have good customer service, meaning that if I'm stuck on something, they'll help me. And usually you got to pay more for that. I mean, honestly, and and I, I'm, I'm just going to pick on hosting for a moment. I'm, I'm not talking about you. I'm just going to talk about hosting for just a moment. You know, a lot of folks get started in this business with $7 a month hosting. Hey, nothing wrong with $7 a month hosting, I wish I could get away with $7 a month hosting. At one time, I was at like five or 600 bucks a month. I've changed some things in my system, so I don't pay that as much anymore. But man, I wish I could get away with $7 a month hosting. The problem is, if you're a web host and somebody's paying you 7 bucks, can you really give them three hours of one-on-one customer service? Of course not. I can't feed my dog for $7 worth of three hours worth of work. You know? And so you... you 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 want to get services that are easy, over features, and then come with good customer service. Okay, so having said that, the third thing is, how do you get through the muck of it? You're stuck in it. The first thing that I recommend you do, never spend more than five to ten minutes trying to figure out something on your own. Call customer service or chat. If they cannot help you, find another service. And and that's my rule of thumb. If they can help you, great. Great. Even if they charge you, I mean, sometimes customer service is like, okay, 75 bucks an hour. Well, at least if you'll help me and you fix it, and I can go on and never have to pay you again, I don't mind it. So, number one, call chat, customer service, where everything is, figure it out. If, if it's not their problem, and it really is your problem, then you must find somebody in the industry that can teach you. And I don't mean, I don't want to name names here, I don't mean the website on earth where you can get, um, you know, instruction for $4. I'm talking about hiring a real person that really specializes in it, and it may be $200, but it solves the problem in five minutes instead of you messing with it for two to three weeks. Does that that give you some direction, Melissa?
3: Yes. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Because I was hemming and hawing over... This is the overthinking part that you're saying, right? Because I know someone that I could call and pay probably what you said, $200 to fix my programming problem, right? And then I thought, no, I don't want to pay that. I'm going to find someone in India. So then I got on the the freelancer.com and Odesk or whatever it is, you know, spent two and a half hours uh, a couple nights ago looking around the site trying to find someone from India who could fix it cheaper. So instead I just wasted time rather than finding the person, calling the person I know to call. Do you know what I mean? Like, this is what goes on with me a lot. So I appreciate you saying that. Well, I know.
0: It's not you, just you, Melissa. It's everybody, or almost everybody, and that's why I called it out. So what you've gone through is not unusual. It's easy for us to want to save money. And, you know, I mean, we see this, you know, I mean, obviously nothing against Indian programmers. Some of them have a greater work ethic, and, their, their, you know, they, they do a better job than – than uh, folks in the United States or Canada or UK or Australia or whatever. So I really like working with folks in the Philippines and India and whatnot when, when you know who they are. But if you've got somebody right at your fingertips that's a phone call away for $200, that sure beats two and a half or three hours. So I, I hope that answers your question and you're going to be able to get some clarity. To Am I correct in saying that?
3: <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you so much. It just, you just need, like, I just need to hear you say that. I'm like, yeah, of course. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, now you've heard it, and uh, and now you're going to take action on it. I'm going to take Sheila next.
4: It's just talking
0: about technology. I don't know if my Internet has shut down or, or what. I may have to reboot the Internet. Hopefully not. The, the, the little button's not working. So. It, it, Folks, here, here we go. This is live, and this is a service I love. I don't ever expect to leave this service. I think it's more my my internet speed. You know, you talk about uh, technological issues. Um, been having, I'm not naming names here for sure. We've had been having some technological issues with our internet uh, provider. And so I've got a backup hotspot that I'm going to turn on. It'll take about 30 seconds for me to switch over to this hotspot. Um, the reason we I, I'm not running everything on it is because they count the data differently, and and uh, I use like six gigs a day. I, I, it's just uh, crazy. So anyhow, we're still working through that. And we're just talking about technology. Sometimes you gotta you just gotta move through uh, uh, some of this stuff, and you know I, I'm almost glad that this happened on a live call because. I remember there was a day when this would fluster me. Uh, when, when something like this happens, it, it, it flusters you. And, and when you're live, you've just got to be able to handle anything. I know that my, if I knock on, if I knock on the door, my dog will start barking. And sometimes I do these calls and she starts barking. And uh, sometimes I try to do them in a quiet place. And sometimes we're on the road traveling and I'm doing these and I'm in the passenger seat and my wife's driving. and and she's talking to the traffic and that distracts me and, and you, you simply, you just gotta, you just gotta run, run through it. And, and so what am I doing right now? I'm just talking through, just talking through what's going on here. And, uh, it looks like we're, we're, we're booting back up. So, uh, you know, I mean, how could this be more timely than just talking with Melissa? About uh, technological challenges, obviously, this has more to do with uh, you know a, a being live than it does uh, some challenge because I'm not
2: changing services uh, on my teleseminar service. Uh, not happening. But uh, having said that, folks, I'll tell you what I'm going to do.
0: Uh, I could just close the call, but I, I don't want to do that. I get a couple of you are queued up, so we're, we're going, uh, we are going to finish the call. And, uh, yep, yeah, so just uh, here, just another moment. And uh, Sheila, I'm going to have you live.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, there you go. Alright, so you are, you are live. So, okay, what's, we're ready? Uh, what's your question? Go ahead, Sheila. What's your question?
2: Well, I, I I don't have a question yet, but I just wanted to um, let everybody know that with this business, we get out of it what we put into it. I've been at it for a long time, and I can't say that I've always been in it wholeheartedly, but... I am now, and I'm following your directions, and I'm doing it step-by-step, as you tell me to, and not freelancing on my own ideas, and I just wanted to share an email that I got from my client. He says, good evening, Sheila. I'm definitely excited to get started making my dreams, ideas into reality. I'm so excited to learn about business and become business savvy I will be dedicated to the lessons you send me, and I will have questions. I want to be successful, retire at an early age, and take care of my family. I truly believe that my idea will do exactly that. And I beautiful, how beautiful he showed up. Go ahead.
0: Go ahead.
2: I, I said I I don't I I, I wasn't ready for him to show up until I showed up.
0: Mm-hmm. So true. So true. You couldn't have done that for him a year ago. No. But now you can. And in yeah. three years, you'll be able to do even more. So thanks so much for sharing that. I am so excited about your client. I'm really, really excited about your client, and uh, thanks so much for sharing that with everybody. I I hope that's encouraging to folks.
2: Uh, I hope it is, too. That's definitely what I want to do.
0: So let's do this. I want to take uh, Peter in the UK. Peter, you're live.
4: Hello, Sean. Can you hear me?
0: I can. Loud and clear. How's Peter?
4: Yeah. Oh, well this this is good because I'm not on the phone, I'm actually on the um you know, on, on the on the internet call. So I'm I'm really pleased this is working. Okay,
0: great. What's your question for today?
4: Um I'm the lessons that I'm doing, um I'm actually doing videos with PowerPoint. Um so I guess it's taking me a little bit longer than it does for um just doing the recordings the voice recordings that you're doing um so i'm probably not going to get them done quite as fast i've i've mapped out the powerpoints for the first three and done an intro i shot an introductory video um, a headshot video on my smartphone in my garden this afternoon so um I'd, i'll probably complete those those tomorrow but uh is, is it a, do you think this is the right way of, of going about things to start with?
0: So, Peter, normally I would say no because for most people, they try to do something like PowerPoint and then, then there's this expectation that the video has to be perfect because now it's professional. <laughs> and so sometimes it takes people a year to get their first six PowerPoints done. However, in your case, you're only a few days behind you've done the PowerPoints, you're expecting that by tomorrow you'll have them recorded. And so I expect in the next seven to 10 days, you'll have all six of them done. And so you'll only be a few days behind. Am I correct in saying that?
4: Yeah, I think it's gonna work out like that, yeah.
0: Yeah, so I think you're an exception. I'd I'd rather most folks not go the whole PowerPoint route unless they make it really simple because it usually bogs folks down. Uh, However, Hey, you've already done half of it, and uh, you're only a few days behind. I would say uh, finish it up, uh, uh, stake yourself on good ground, and I, I think that I think that's a good thing for you.
4: Okay, thanks. Um, it's uh, I mean I have to say that it you know doing it this way takes up a lot more time than I guess what you do, which is just you know um, talk in front of a microphone. Um, so it, it's a it's a I'm probably not going to churn out as many products as you do in the long run.
0: Well, Peter, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I don't think that cranking out as many products as I've done is necessarily the right way to do it. It's my way. I mean, it just, that just feels good to me. I enjoy doing it. I get bored easily. Uh, I, I do not have the patience to make a PowerPoint for everything that I teach. However, excuse me, however, I do believe that PowerPoint's a great way to teach. I mean, if you're doing a good job in the PowerPoint, if you're teaching things on the PowerPoint that you're showing people things that would be hard to do on the audio. What a lot of people do, and I hope this isn't what you're doing, is they're, they, they make a PowerPoint video that basically is just a bunch of bullet points that people are going to stare at bullet points for an hour. You'd be better off, really, to just do an audio and have a bullet point slide that they could look at because there's one challenge with, with video and that it takes up like 10 times more bandwidth, both on your part and their part. And so unless you're actually showing something on video that you couldn't just get away with having a two-page doc that accompanied the audio, I believe that audio is just more efficient for everybody involved. However, having said that, if, if you're creating this as a foundation, Peter, for creating a high-quality line of training on down the road – then I don't think there's anything wrong with it. But only you know wh- where you are on that line. And, in, and down the road, you can always make the decision, I'm going to start doing audio with a little bit of support, uh, supporting documents. You could say, I'm, I'm going to do video when it's necessary. I'm going to do audio the rest of the time. So you get to make those decisions. There's no right or wrong decision there, Peter.
4: Okay. Um, that's good. Yeah, I, I agree with you about powerpoints. Um, I actually only use bullet points to um, illustrate, really, if you if you like what I'm talking about. And also, I do a lot of um, sort of over my shoulder screen capture of of actually doing things step by step for people, so that they can they can basically copy what I'm doing and get things done. Um, cool. The other the other thing that I'm doing with this with this product is um, I've already actually written it up as a PDF. Um, I like to do that. It's my way of working. I prefer to write, so I like to write up the PDF first, and then I take that into a series of videos, and then the videos will be an upsell to the, to the PDF. So
0: the, the videos will be more in-depth than the PDFs, Right.
4: Um, yeah, well, they've got the over-the-shoulder aspect to it, yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, Peter, I want to give you something to think about. I don't want to make a decision on today's call, but I want to give you something to think about for your first product because I make the assumption this is your first product, and you may, maybe you've made some others in the past, but, I mean, this is, this is a big splash. You hired me for a reason. Um, I, I, I think that there's pressure in this marketplace to have an upsell. And an upsell only adds, what, 20% to your bottom line. And, you know, it's different when you have 100 products and you have seven upsells. And, you know, it's, it's different. But when, when you're starting out, I, I would almost encourage you to over-deliver on this first product and just put it all in one product. I mean, if, 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 there's, if there's so much crossover, I would just put it all in one product, and they get both of it. It's just my feelings and thought. Peter. There's, you know, there's no right or wrong way. So you have to make a decision. If you really want to to go low-priced on the PDF and then have an upsell for them to have over your shoulder, there's nothing wrong with that. But my gut says, let's just over-deliver.
4: Okay. Uh, uh, So give that
0: some thought. Yeah, give that some thought. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to take the next caller. Before I take the next caller, I want to – Don, you'll be up next. So you've been patiently waiting and – I sure hope you've got a good question. You've been waiting so long. I I want to draw out something about audio and video. Now, obviously, I mentioned the difference between audio and video. Bandwidth is less for audio. It's easier to do audio. It doesn't take up as much room on your computer or your cloud or anything. And and I know that doesn't sound like a lot. You know, you've got 100 gigs of storage, and all your videos are 300 megs, and, and you're like, I could never fill up 100 gigs. You know, but the truth of the matter is, yesterday, I recorded .7 gigs in 45 minutes. Um, you know, I, I probably have recorded over time video, I don't know, 150, 200 gigs. And, and now, with some of the things I'm doing, i may doing a new gig a day with video. And you multiply that times bandwidth. You know, if you whenever you can teach the same thing on audio give it some thought but I, I don't want to convince him if you want to do videos nothing wrong with video video is great some people really like video and that's what I want to call out I want you to imagine that Peter has a hundred people on his list and I have a hundred people on my list and I have the exact same 100 people on my list as Peter has on Peter's list and I want you to imagine that they're all good prospects I mean they're all buyers okay because obviously if we look at our list and say okay well it's our gross list. With only 15% are ever going to buy. The 85% don't matter. I want to say we have 100 buyers, but they're the same people. They're on his list and mine. 50% of those people will really prefer video and will buy from Peter because I don't have video. The other 50% will prefer audio and will buy from me because Peter doesn't have video, even if they like Peter better. And and some people will buy video from Peter, even though they like me, better. And so it's easy for us to look at that and say, well, why not just be a jack of all trades? Why not just do it all? Because I could do it all, right? I could make a video of everything. I could make an audio of everything. I could write a book of everything. I could do, and I could do, and I can do. is that really the best use of my time? Because in my opinion, the way that I teach is part of the filtering mechanism. You know, if somebody comes to one of these classes, and I can say this to you folks. You you folks are higher-level clients. You know, if somebody comes to one of these classes and they don't like the fact that if you raise your hand and tell me something you're struggling with, I'm going to tell you how to fix it. That's what you're paying me for. And you know what? My tone of voice might sound aggravated sometimes. I might be a little direct. You've been a client for three years, and I've been telling you for three years to turn on your video recorder, and you still haven't done it. And I know it. I'm going to push a little. And and some people, they can't handle that. They really need some smart, some some not smart, well, smart, but they need some mild-mannered person to help them along because they don't like my attitude. Other people, on the other hand, might go to a coach that has a mild-mannered attitude, and they're like, look, I just need somebody that's really going to give me a push. And so sometimes, folks, it's not what you teach it's how you teach it. It's your tone of voice. And you've got to decide and you've got to put a stake in I cannot be everything to everybody. I used to want to be everything to everybody, but I can't be. I can't be video to everybody. I can't be audio to everybody. I can't write a book for everything. Could I have written everything I've taught over the last 10 years? Absolutely. But I would know you'd only have 10% of the training. And I get people sometimes that complain that they, they don't like to listen. I'll tell you my opinion. You want my opinion? You folks are all listeners, so you can take my opinion. Some of you might agree with this person. They say that they like to read because they don't like to take the time. Well, that's fine. I get it. I like to read faster, too. The truth of the matter is, if you skim a transcript in five minutes, like I usually do when I get transcripts, you simply don't get as much out of it as hanging in for an hour and listening. The second thing is, if somebody is literally saying, look, I don't have the time to spend an hour to listen to you teach this, if you don't have an hour to listen to me teach, you're probably not the right person to be my client. Because if, if, if what I'm teaching is not important enough to carve out an hour, you're not going to do the work anyway. So do you, do you see where we're going with this? And I'm, I'm going on this path because every one of you are going to get complaints from customers that gripe about the fact that you don't produce whatever you don't produce. I get people that ask me, you know, tell me that they can't buy from me because I don't have video. They tell me they can't buy from me because I don't have a book on the topic. But I guarantee if I had a book, there'd be people I can't buy from you because I have to be able to see it on video. If I did video, there'd be people I can't buy from you because I live in a country where download speeds are really low. I can't buy from you, you know, because I don't have time to watch a video. You know what I do with most videos, most of the time when I'm watching a video? If I watch a video, I get tired of watching somebody's lips for about 30 seconds, because after about 30 seconds, they've done every permutation they can. You know what I do? I go to a different screen. I don't watch the video. I'm just listening. I could have used an audio. And and so again, I don't want to say that print is better. I don't want to say that audio is better. I don't want to say that video is better. What I do want to say is that wherever you stake your claim, be firm, and and don't be willy-nilly, and don't change your mind when the first person gripes. That you're not doing what you're not doing, and go well. I'm just going to have to switch boats. Don't do that, because if you do that, you'll be switching boats for the rest of your life, and nobody will ever be happy. You're far better off digging in, do a good job of teaching what you're teaching, and uh, and change lives. Don, you're live finally.
2: <laughs>
0: Thank you, sir. And by the way, I, uh, I I believe all of us appreciate
5: your style, that your direct style. Even if you get aggravated, I don't care, um, because. You're getting results, and the fact that you get 80% success rate over the other 5% is phenomenal. So my question is about what Sheila said. Um, She said that she got her first subscriber and read the email, and I think that's outstanding and phenomenal. Now, could you you clarify for me, is Sheila saying that she got that first client as a result only of doing what we're doing on the course, or did it come as a result of
0: previous work? Because that's amazing what she did. Okay, so I'm going to open the call up and let Sheila answer that, but I want to, I want to lay the groundwork for that, okay? So the client that she got, she, she's been working on before this class. She's been working with me before this class. But this is an offline client. So this is, this is an offline. It's not coming through this class. Okay, so although Sheila may say that some of the things that she's using with the client she learned from me, the, the client is not a result of this class, period. Okay. So, Sheila, would you be willing, can I open your line, would you be willing to, to just to share a couple thoughts on that?
2: Sure. Go ahead, Sheila. Thank uh, you. Uh, okay. Yeah, what I'm saying is the materials that I'm putting together in this class are the same materials that I'm using with this client. This my client is someone who is in my same area. He saw an ad that I had posted quite a a, a a couple of years ago, and he contacted me with it. And if he had contacted me a couple of years ago when I posted that ad, I don't know that I would have been prepared to help him. But thanks to me putting my focus on to doing the things that Sean is training us to do, I had the materials in place and the process in place to help him. Daddy said wait for the cookie, okay? Go, go, Go with Daddy for a minute, please. Okay, thank you, sweetie. My my three-year-old grandson, he has his own ideas. Um, but, But through me putting my efforts into doing the things that Sean is teaching us to do without tweaking it here and tweaking it there and trying something a little different and just doing the basics, it got me into the mindset of, doing what I'm instructed to do, and I've always wanted a client who would do the things that I tell him to do, and now I have a client who's dedicating himself to doing the things that I instruct him to do, and so, no, it wasn't an online client pull through prospecting because Sean hasn't taught us prospecting yet, so I'm not prospecting yet. I hope I explained that. Well, that sounded great, and
0: that that's just right in in line with what I had, you know, had in thought. I was so thank you so much for sharing that. I want to say this to Don. Don, it, it's just a lot like you, okay? It's a lot like you. You you've you've had great ideas for how you can change lives for like ten, twelve years, but you haven't had the framework to put it all together so you can get out there and do it. And you and I talked a little bit before you joined the class and. And the whole idea is you got all these ideas, but there's not a framework for you to sell them and make money on it. And, and that's what you're building in this class, Don, is something similar to what Sheila's doing and what everybody else is, is you're going to have the framework, you're going to have the program that you're, you're going to be able to attract people online to your system and so that they can start enrolling in your training and, and see their life changed by the things that you do. How does that sound, Don?
5: I agree totally,
0: and I'm so excited. Excellent. What's been the best part about this course so far, Don? Um,
5: part of it, actually, the best part about it is what you talked about earlier. It's the the absolute simplicity that you, the way that you presented. I've I paid, as I said to you, I paid eight thousand dollars for a weekend in Vegas that went it was worthless, completely worthless as far as how to make money online. And all the material they backed up. But yours, the best part is the simplicity and the doability. Is that a word, doability? I can do this. You know, step one, step two, show up Wednesday, I did it. That, the clarity and the simplicity is, to me, is beyond anything I've ever seen. I've never seen a course like that. And then, of course, the other part that I love about your course is. Your love for the people that you, is obvious. Your motivation, your your willingness to risk even getting a little bit, you know, pushy, which people don't like. I, I love those two aspects: the simplicity of it, the simplicity and doable. So maybe that's three: simplicity, the doability. I can do this. I don't have to spend four hours on a ten hours on a PowerPoint and ten hours online with some support test to get it perfect. That whole lesson. Is equally as valuable as how to do the steps. So did I make that clear? I mean, it's just phenomenal to me, this course is. Well,
0: Don, thanks so much. I wanted to hear it from you. And so thank you so much for sharing that. And I'm really excited that you're here. With that, I'm going to go ahead and close up today. I've given the homework assignment. And basically, anything that hasn't been finished so far, you're going to shake it off and get the job done. Uh, the second thing is that we're going to finish doing the recording. So there's six recordings for six lessons. Many of you have already done three. Some of you have done one or two. By the end of this week, you'll have all six. That, that's the goal. And then some supporting documents. And what this is going to do is allow us to go to the next step next week. We're going to allow us to do a sales letter. And then once we have, once we have these pieces in place, we have the squeeze page, we have the giveaway, we have a daily email, we have a product and we have a sales letter, We have everything in place to run our business. The only thing we next need is prospect generation, and so we'll start talking about prospect generation. So I want you to see where we're going. This is where we are, and so I'm really excited, folks, for what you're doing, for all of you that have shared feedback that is motivating to others. I totally appreciate that. I think that that's a good thing. And so now I want to encourage you to get out there, and this week make... Make this thing happen. Catch up. Get there. You're excited. Let's continue that curve of
2: excitement and begin finishing up the core of your lifestyle business.